The teenage years can be tough, especially on those who support and cheer them on. Navigating the complexities of engaging teens in a meaningful way can be tricky these days. If you find yourself nodding in agreement, you are in just the right place. Here, you'll find the tools and resources you need to support the teens in your life as they discover how to embrace their individual skills, talents, and passions to create a life that surpasses their dreams. You'll hear incredible endeavors where communities empower their youth to have a real impact on the world. This is the Changemaker Teens Podcast with your guide, Linda Johnstone, mother, activist, eternal optimist, and founder of the Changemaker Teens Project. She's passionate about helping you support the teens in your life as you work with them to find lives of direction, purpose, and meaning. Here's Linda. Hi, everyone. This is Linda, and welcome to the Changemaker Teens Podcast. Hey, we made it. Today, we'll be talking about the seventh and final request that our teens have for us, the adults in their lives. Independence, the pinnacle of parenting. It's a big deal, a really big deal. And when you finally see the signs of independence in your child, you'll feel an overwhelming sense of accomplishment, as you should. It's been a long journey. You've worked hard, and it's been so worth it. Listen to where we are in the message to parents today. Again, we're going to be talking about the seventh and final request. Here it is. When I am responsible, I will grow to be independent. In my independence, I will respect you and love you all of my life. Goosebumps, right? Who doesn't want to hear that from their young adult? especially at the end of a long journey, a journey that has its shares of ups and downs, and I mean a lot of ups and downs. You may have wanted to give up more than once. I know I did. I wanted to, but I never did, and I know I'm not alone. Parenting is tough, especially through those teen years. With any luck, you're learning what your teens need from you pretty early in the game. This information is so effective when it's learned before you need it. But even if your kids are older, even if they have a foot out the door, you still have time. Remember, everything starts at the beginning. It starts with respect. If you're just joining our podcast now, I would suggest you go back to the episode on respect and build from there. But if you've been speaking to your child with respect, if you've been listening to understand, appreciating and supporting your teen's gifts and pursuits, and you've been promoting responsibility, then you've earned this. You've earned the mixed emotions that come with being able to let your teen go. I mean, let's face it, sometimes it seems as though they'll always be our babies, and sometimes you want to throw them out the window. Hey, we're all human, right? Just accept that the reality is somewhere in between those two extremes. Understand that it's natural for teenagers to want to become autonomous and capable, and it's necessary for them to develop in that direction. But you knew that, right? Maybe that's why new mothers are so emotional when they're holding their newborns. They know that the ultimate goal is to raise them to be able to leave. It's a cruel trick of mother nature to make you love someone so desperately, all the while knowing that their physical presence in your life is only temporary. But anyway, let's talk about independence. It's inevitable, right? Personal independence is about having a sense of self that allows one to strike out confidently into the world. It's no accident that Webster's definition of independence includes self-directed, self-maintained, 
and self-governing. It's kind of funny. A friend of mine told me the story about a time when her husband was having an argument with their 12-year-old son. Something about a rule the kid didn't like. I don't know. I'm not really sure what they were arguing about. But anyway, the kid stormed out of the room, slammed the door, and said angrily, When I'm 18, I'm out of here. And his dad chuckled to himself and called out after him, Well, of course you are. That's what we're doing here. You're supposed to leave. Silly kids. Nourishing your child's eventual independence from you takes the most fortitude and finesse of all the parenting tasks. It's a matter of striking a balance, encouraging your teen to be self-sufficient while still retaining a healthy interdependence and connection with you and others. Remember, self-directed does not mean self-absorbed. We have to send our teens out in the world with the ability to manage themselves in terms of behavior, choices, commitments, and most importantly, to be able to give of themselves and contribute to their families, their communities, and even the world. Fostering this sense of the power of self in your teen happens when you step back and allow him or her to risk the consequences of their choices. In fact, helping our teens become independent is all about choices. It's about the choices they make on a daily basis, small choices when they're young, bigger choices as teenagers, and right choices when they're no longer with us. Our kids need to be self-correcting without our input. This is what we are working towards as we raise our little bundles of joy. And the sooner you start, the easier it will be. Teaching your teens to self-correct is a gift that will foster long-term excellence later in their lives. But in order for this learning to occur, parents have to learn to take a step back, maybe several steps back, It's really hard to do, but it's critical for their development. Let your teen or your young adult handle things in her own style. One of my daughters is going through this right now. She had a rough time last semester. She broke up with her longtime boyfriend. The pandemic forced everyone to stay home so she couldn't see her friends. She couldn't work, couldn't have her cat because I'm allergic to it. Everything was going wrong. She decided that she needed to get away from home. There were too many memories of her boyfriend, too many things she couldn't do that she wanted to. She decided she needed to get out of town. Now, there were many, many reasons why I thought that this was a really bad idea, but I followed my own advice. I took a step back and allowed her to find her own way. She moved in with her older sister for the summer, and she's currently working on getting her head together. She's loving her time alone and is appreciating the opportunity to figure out what she wants to do when school resumes in the fall. If I forced her to stay home with me, it would have been the summer from hell. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. We would have been at each other's throats. I'm not saying this is easy for me. I mean, I call and text her. She doesn't respond, all in the name of healing, of course, but she is getting better. She just told me that every day she's out there, she sees an improvement. So that's really good news. Baby steps, right? Let your teen handle things in her own style. Right along with this idea is the need to give your teen some decompression time, the need to respect their privacy. Let your teen pass through quiet mood changes without demanding to know what's going on. Be okay in the silence. Just wait. They need the internal processing time. Consider a non-alcoholic happy hour when she comes home from school. Instead of a hundred questions, let her decompress in her bedroom for a while. No homework, no questions, no chores. 
Let her do what she needs to do to get ready for more interaction. Her behavior and her mood will be so much better if you give her some time to process her day. And I guarantee you'll thank me for this at dinner time. Another way to prepare your teen for independence is to let go of some of your control. If you are hanging on to your teen's childhood by doing everything for her, stop it. Now is the time to prepare him or her for life. Teach them how to shop for groceries, how to cook, do laundry, manage finances, change a tire. Teach them how to make independent decisions using good judgment. You're not going to be around forever. Teach them how to make a decision by letting them make decisions. Have her plan dinner, including the shopping, preparing, and cooking. Have him decide if he can afford that new video game by looking at his finances and creating a budget. And if you believe that being independent means being on your own to do whatever you please, well then your teen is definitely going to need some boundaries. Although he's becoming an adult, he will still have to operate within certain limits, you know, financially, socially, within a schedule. You know how the world works. Being free within certain parameters is a good way to prepare them for real life. Something like making an agreement that she may drive your car as long as she pays for the gas. Or he can do whatever he wants on Saturday as long as he's home for dinner. This teaches your teens independence tempered by responsibility. The kind that they can expect in college, on the job, or even in an informal social situation. Always be on the lookout for opportunities to turn responsibility into independent action. My son, for example, has recently taken an interest in his appearance. Hallelujah. His old, dirty clothes are no longer acceptable. While his younger self was totally oblivious to the mounds of laundry on his bedroom floor, my newly responsible, independent son now hogs the washing machine on a regular basis. I never, ever have to ask him to do his laundry anymore, and he never asked me to do it for him either. Win-win, right? Now, don't think for a minute that we haven't gone back and forth ad nauseum about dirty laundry. But happily, looks like those days are over. It's also a good idea to let him know that you notice how he's taking responsibility for his laundry and compliment him on his appearance. It's the little things, right? And just like in our previous episodes, where we've introduced new vocabulary words for you to start using around the house, this one is no exception. Our vocabulary word of the day is choice. As early as you can while raising your children, and I mean young, young children, start using the word choice to support your kids in the decision-making process. Actually say the words, what do you choose? Or what will your choice be? And here's an example. Let's say you and your son made an agreement that he will mow your lawn, but he's not doing it, and you're getting a little anxious. Instead of nagging him and starting an altercation, gently remind him of his agreement and let him decide how to fulfill it. Say something like, hey, you know, since the lawn is your responsibility, will you be mowing it today or tomorrow? What will your choice be? Then just wait for him to choose. Don't force an answer. Maybe he'll even request a third option, especially if he has something going on the next couple of days. And like I said, start this exercise as early as you can, even with your younger children. After a while, they'll start saying it on their own. They'll say, I choose hot dogs for dinner, or my choice is that we go bowling today. One of the most lasting gifts a parent can give their kids is encouragement in making small decisions. We all know people who can't make a decision to save their lives, and it is so frustrating. 
Even if it's as simple as deciding where to go to dinner or what movie to see, the ability to make a decision will serve your teens well into adulthood. And remember, small decisions when they're little can give way to bigger decisions as they grow. Decisions that may have life-altering or even life-saving consequences later on. Give them many opportunities to practice this. Their spouse or coworker or boss will thank you for it. Also start to use the word independent whenever it's appropriate. Something like, oh, I see you want to handle that independently. How do you see yourself doing that? Anything that lets your teen know that he is moving closer and closer to independence and that he's doing a good job getting there is worth your time and effort. So wow, that's it. We discussed all seven requests that your teens have for you, the adults in their lives. If you missed any of them, please go back and take the time to listen to the appropriate episode. These requests go in order and build on the previous steps, so it's important not to skip any of them. And just as a reminder, one more time, here are the seven requests that our teenagers have for us. To be respected, listened to, to be understood, appreciated, supported, given responsibility, and allowed to become independent. It's so simple, it's actually brilliant. And starting this process as early as possible will only make it easier for both of you as your kids approach the preteen and teenage years. Introducing concepts and a new vocabulary to your young children will give them an edge as you give them more responsibility, more choices, and more ways to act independently as they grow and mature. Again, a big thank you to my friend and mentor, Diana Sterling, the founder of the Parent as Coach Approach and author of the poem, A Message to Parents. Her poem was the foundation for this series of podcast episodes designed to make us all better parents with better relationships with our teenage children. I hope you enjoyed this series and found the information useful. Keep practicing and learning, and I promise you'll be rewarded with a lifelong, happy relationship with your adult children. But for now, it's back to reality. Just turn on the news and you can see that our little world is falling apart. Join us next week as we talk about how to use our newly improved parent-teen relationships to help our teenagers figure out how to be part of the solution that the world needs right now. There's no doubt we need change, and there's no doubt we need change makers. There's no time to lose, so let's talk about it next week, and I'll see you then. You've been listening to the Changemaker Teens Podcast with Linda Johnstone. We hope you enjoyed today's show, but more importantly, that you feel inspired and supported to mobilize and ignite a spark in the youth of your community. Please like and subscribe to help others find the podcast too. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story and be part of the community on Facebook and Instagram at Changemaker Teens. To learn more about the Changemaker Teens Project or to help youth truly change the world, visit changemakerteens.com. See you next time.